We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Hey, Zombieholics. Micro here. I just wanted to take a second before this episode starts and recognize that this recording tonight is roughly one year for us uh, recording Zombie Anonymous. So from the three of us here, we just want to thank all of you who have been listening, and hopefully we'll have you for another year and maybe many more after that. Enjoy. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's meeting of Zombie Anonymous, your 12-step program for coping with the undead addiction, where I'm Micro. I'm Jesse. And I'm Freak. And we're Zombieholics. Welcome to the meeting. How you guys doing? Yeah, pretty good. good. Got a bonus at work, got a raise, and I have the next two days off. Damn. You suck. <laughs> I have the next two days off also. You also suck. <laughs> but I have to work Saturday night and Sunday. You suck slightly less. Thank you. Thank you. And even, even better, my day's off, my kids will be at school. Mine too! Isn't it awesome? Oh my god, <laughs> it took so able, many notes. I won't be able to sleep in because I'll have to take them to sleep. I know, me, me I too. I can go back to sleep when I get back home. Me too! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get out of that habit though because I'm getting, like this whole week because of everything that's going on with my mom and everything, I'm like getting zero sleep at night and then I'm compensating for it during the day and then I can't sleep again the next night so today I told my roommate to make me stay downstairs today because I said if I even go near my bed or look at it I'm gonna go to sleep (laughs) so he's like stay down here he goes I'm gonna I'm gonna order pizza I was like okay I'll stay here (laughs) so we had pizza at like 11 o'clock this morning (laughs) which was pretty cool oh dear yeah but anyways, other than that, um, nothing really exciting going on this week. Well, have either of you listened to the more most recent episode of Mouthy Broadcast? No, I need to get back into listening to them. I haven't listened to them in like a year. <laughs> no, I'm afraid I'm going to get killed. Why? What's up? Did they do the thing? Did they do the thing? Oh, what'd they say? I'll let you guys listen to it. I'm... I don't want to ruin the, it for you. The latest episode? Yes. All right, oh, I'll listen fuck. to it tomorrow. <laughs> now I'm scared. Fuck, marry, and kill. <laughs> yep. I am content with the responses. Of course so not you dead. Are. Am but I dead? Kind of, but they kind of roasted us all as well. Really? But <laughs> it, it was to be expected. Oh, Jesse froze. Oh, I need to screenshot that face. I totally oh. missed it. Uh, you guys froze oh, on me, and I was like, what? Oh, man, the look on your face when you were froze was great. I didn't get to screenshot it, though. <laughs> what did it look like? 
that's usually when people take a picture of me. I'm usually talking, so that's the face they get. But it was all in good fun. But it was amusing. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it, and I'm probably going to get mad, ain't I? Oh, I don't know. I don't think you would. Oh, God, now I'm scared. Which, plug, plug, <laughs> plug, if you don't listen to these folks, you absolutely should. Cause they're you should. They awesome. are hilarious, and they're all women, and it's freaking funny as shit. I'm just so behind on all my podcasts. I've been trying to catch up, like, little by little when I'm off, and uh, I have a lot of ways to go. <laughs> well, lately they've had a guy on, Peter, and then they had another guy on as a guest this episode. Oh, that's pretty cool. Hmm. Yes, but I was listening last night as soon as it downloaded. It's like, let's see. Yeah. At least one of them has listened to the show. I think since we got since really? we got this, yes. Oh, okay. I don't know if Nifty. she listened beforehand, but because of this, then she listened. That's cool. I can't. Right. I and cannot... the last episode out would have been a good one to listen to. So the last one. <laughs> yeah. I'm, bad, I'm bad with matching voices to names sometimes, so I'm not sure who it was. Oh lord. <laughs> I'm pulling up speak pipes so that they're ready to go when we're ready to listen. Um, Do we have several? We have A. <laughs> Hexter? Yes. Okay. And I was going to say, um, Hexter wrote us earlier today, and I was talking to him that he can make arrangements if we can make arrangements for him to be on the show. He said at 10, p- at 10 p.m. our time, it's 3 a.m. his time. Oh, Jesus. But he's off the next day, so May 16th. He's all about being on the show. Well, what we could try to do also is sometime just find a weekend that we could do it in the middle of the day. That'll be a little better for him. Yeah, I mean, we can, we can, we can figure that out. But that was his suggestion. You know, I guess he's already planning for it. So I told him that you've got the mixer. We got to work that out. I said, if not, we use Google Hangouts. And I told him about Audacity, you know, so that we can get something out if the mixer's not going. But I said we definitely want him on, because that would be freaking hilarious. Plus, I want to get his input on, you know, see if he's seen some of the movies that we've seen. He can, We can talk about some of those. I think we'd also need to have him on again when he finally gets caught up on this season, so he can get his reactions. That yeah, would be probably, cool. He could probably leave a speak pipe with that as well. He could, and um, I guess over the next like couple weeks, I'm gonna try to go back and watch all the iZombies zombies that I'm I'm behind because now yeah. I'm curious. You're you're telling us stuff in chat, and I'm like, oh my god, I hey, need to I'm, watch it. I'm le- leaving out spoilers, but there's a lot. I know of you are. Stuff going on that oh man, it's awesome. Been awesome the last few episodes, and next week is the two hour season finale. See, I, I want to be. Ready to watch that? Um, what was I going to say? Did I tell you guys about two days off? Yeah, I also got to do laundry and all this other shit. So we'll see. I'm not gonna. I can't sit in the middle of the day and watch TV. I just can't. I will be up moving around and I will be listening to podcasts. I will definitely do that. But I listen to them while I'm like doing my housework and stuff, and it just works out better than listening to music for me. 
But um, did I tell you guys that I was asked about being on another podcast? No. 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 Um, I don't know if you guys listen to Axology. Um, ah. But I'm not being on there because I don't know anything about guitars and music and all that <laughs> stuff except for what I like and what I don't like. Other than that, I don't know. But um, Andy, who was on that show with Bryce, um, wrote me and asked if I wanted to be on another podcast that I guess we'll talk about soon. So I was flattered, and um, I can't wait. I'm not going to divulge any other information yet because I don't know if he wants it out there. But should be fun. <laughs> and he lives near me, so I can just go over there and, and record in person. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, interesting. So we want to do our micro brews? Sure. All right. I'm I'm I went back to an old favorite. I got me a flying dog raging bitch. <laughs> Haven't had her in a while, so That's what I'm having. And of course, that's uh 8.3% alcohol. So what do you have, Micro? I'm having one of those Ellicottville Brewing uh blueberry ales again. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not bad. It's not my favorite, but I have it, so I'm going to drink it. <laughs> okay, well, I saw this one at Beer Crazy, and I figured it was perfect for tonight's episode. Okay, oh, yeah. what is it called? It's called Skull Splitter. Nice! Ah. That is perfect. It has a Viking on the label, the Orkney Brewery, and oh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Kwailu, maybe. Q U O Y L O O. And it's a 8.5. Wow, you're beating me. <laughs> I'm beating you like Negan with <laughs> Lucille. Ha ha ha. Negan can beat me with something. I'm going to get the hose. <laughs> I like this. I was like. I had, of course, I got to watch it downstairs with with the kids because of the cable box thing. But um, I'm sitting there watching it, and Negan comes out. I know we're not there yet, but I was just like, "Woo!" And my daughter's like, "Ew." I'm like, "Whatever." I was like, "He looks good for 50. He's 50." I looked it up. Yeah, this says this is a robust beer, has a fruity malt character with hints of dark fruits, spicy hop, dates, and figs. Fruity beer. That's not too fruity, and it's a little sweet. It's pretty good. This will be one I'll probably have again. Awesome. Let me untap this thing. I've noticed we've gotten a little more likes on the page, which I'm happy about. And uh, I hope that we'll get more likes on the page. Um people would share share our posts when you see it you know tell your friends hey go like this uh, i know these people or whatever you know and, and then follow on twitter follow on twitter and go find us on itunes and stitcher um I'm, i think i am gonna make an instagram for the for the podcast Welcome. and then yeah once i do that i will give you guys the info so we can all post on there I just have to make... I guess we'll have to do it off of our email that we have. Yeah, probably. For the show. 
So we'll talk about that off air. But yeah, I want to do that. Um, yeah, didn't delete my Tinder yet. It's actually uh, pretty on fire this week. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesse. Yeah, hey, if, yep, it, yep. If, it, if it's happened in the last 24 hours, maybe they listen to the mouthy broadcast. God damn it, she's the fuck, isn't she? I, I missed all of that. I That's said probably if good. If, if your Tinder blew up in the last 24 hours, maybe they listen to mouthy broadcast. Ooh. Because they mentioned how you were single, and they did say <laughs> that you could call you could call into them for relationship advice. I think I will. True statement. I think I will. <laughs> Shit, I'm the kill, aren't I? I guess we have to listen tomorrow. Yeah, you need to listen. <laughs> oh, damn it. I might I might just listen tonight just because I'm gonna be excited and nervous <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, when I took my dogs for the walk last night I had seen that it was up, so I downloaded and listened while I walked them. Well, I'm going to do it now. Let me go to my podcast search. Because it's been a while could, since I had them. You might be able to use the um, Zombie Anonymous uh, email address for your Tinder, couldn't you? Ooh, yes. Yes. You just have to get a Facebook for it, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to make a Facebook too. I will do that in the next coming weeks because, you know, like I said, everything is crazy right now, but I will definitely do that. I mean, I can always do it sitting at the hospital. That's not a problem. All right. Let me find these bitches. <laughs> Here we go. Subscribe. All right. So it's, oh, FMK bots. That's what episode yep. it is. Okay, I'll listen to it after we're done recording. Sweet. All right. Do we want to get into our topic, or do you want me to go ahead and do speak pipe? Oh, since we have two topics to take care of, then we'll do one topic. You can do the speak pipe, then we can do the next topic. Sounds good. Well, that's what you have to do up here to move the post up. <laughs> so it's easier to find this week. Aww. Well, I know the the first topic was kid zombies. About a fifth of the U.S. population are children under the age of either 14 or 15. And we very rarely see children zombies on The Walking Dead. But wouldn't there be a lot of them? I would think I so. Say, I think. I say. Go ahead. I think the biggest reason we don't see them on Walking Dead is really just pragmatic. It's kind of very expensive and kind of a liability to have children actors, um, especially when you're around uh, firearm type things. Uh, the stunt double for Chandler Riggs. Um, they She's had like 26, isn't she? I'm friends with her on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, they had to have her handle his scenes anywhere where he was even, I think it was even just holding a fake gun for Yeah, because... Long, because it was, exactly... So I, the I rules in Georgia. Reasons there. Yeah, I understand why they don't on the shows. It's like, oh, there was one movie I remember seeing years ago <laughs> with a little, well, a kid that eventually became a zombie, if I remember correctly. And the actor playing the kid looked like an adult. And he was supposed to be, right. I think he was supposed to be under 10. <laughs> and I don't know 
if he, if it was a little person who was playing the role, or if just for whatever reason they he looked like an adult at ten, but is like for his size, and he didn't look like a little person, but for his size and his appearance, it just didn't mesh up. Right. And this is an older movie, so I'm sure it's about twenty, thirty years old by now. Gotcha. I'm trying to, what was the name of it? I think that's the one where there was a zombie fighting a shark. <laughs> I have uh, no idea. Did we review this movie? No. Okay. It's been at least 10, 10, 15 years since I've seen it. I just remember a zom- some movie, and I think it was the same one, where a zombie was somehow got underwater and ended up fighting a shark. I don't know. I I can't think of any. But anyways, I think most of the kids would get eaten. Because they're not fast enough, or they're not paying attention, they don't know what's going on. So I think most of them would be completely devoured, especially the small children, by the zombies before they could get up and walk around. You know what I mean? Before they would be able to turn. Well, early on, when they're with their parents... Or teachers, they might get bit, and then pull the zombie pulled off of them, and they escape with their parents, and they later turn. The parents wouldn't know what to expect initially at the beginning, so a lot of kids might turn just that way, and event end up biting their parents. Right, it could happen both ways. I think it but just then, depends. Along with that, along with that. It'd be the parents be the ones taking the risks in trying to find supplies. So the kids that weren't bit, like in The Walking Dead, they might end up starving to death after their parents die. And then turning that way. That could be too. Yeah, especially if they were hidden away and their parents went to go find food. It's like, oh, well, Matt Pierce says that he thinks a number of young kids would drop fast just due to them not being able to take care of themselves. The number of kids, uh, pre-teens yeah. to teen, it's hard to gauge. They should be able to take care of themselves, but our current... So- oh, that was the number of older kids. <laughs> but our current, current society doesn't teach the skills they will need. <laughs> and that John was- Hexter says... There would be lots of kid zombies out there solely due to most adults having issues harming children. More interesting, yes. more interesting thought would be about the tribes of feral kids. That's a thought that gives me fucking nightmares. <laughs> well, just think if something happened to Rick, that's Carl. Carl's going mm-hmm. to go feral. Yeah. Well. Actually, I think, well, Michonne might keep him alive, but anybody else? Well, it's just like Enid, whenever, you know, she had to go and crack a turtle open and eat it, you know, you're going to do what you need to do to survive. If you got to eat yeah. a fucking turtle, then you're going to eat a fucking turtle. This is the way it is. <laughs> do we have any other answers on that? Nope. All right, let me get the speak pipe. And then, um... Remind me in a little bit. I wanted to tell y'all something, but I have to be able to get into my other part of my email to tell you. So while you're doing the second topic, I will look for that. 
so I can tell you guys. Oh. Okay. All right. Good evening, chaps. Berlin calling. Hiya. Uh, good to see you at another meeting. Um, I apologise yet again for my uh, lacks of messages. Um, I've been out and about and all over the place. Uh, went to look up volcanoes and travelled around and visited family. Um, and just didn't have time or internet connection. Um, right. Uh, zombie related article. Um, I recently got to play Twilight Creations Zombies. Um, it's kind of like a cross between a board game and a sort of tabletop role-playing game where you have to build your own city and try and escape. Um, quite interesting at first. Um, I wasn't overly impressed with the quality of the pieces. Uh, the cardboard board tiles and things were very flimsy and didn't fit to work together very well. Um, the game itself was okay. Um, I think maybe it'd be f more fun if you were playing with more people. We only had three people to play with. Right. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll speak to you at the next meeting. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Hexter. That's pretty cool. Did you catch the name of that game? Yes, it was Zombies by Twilight Creations. Uh, my first zombie game review was that one. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> so it's something we can get here in the States. Yes, it has plenty of expansions. Later ones, you get zombie clowns, um, zombie dogs. Oh, I think there's some glow-in-the-dark zombies in one. Oh, wow. Then they have an offshoot that's called Humans, where you play a zombie trying to kill the humans. Here, I found the thing I was going to tell you guys. So, you know how Twitter sends you, like, an email saying you should follow these people? Yep. So, I get one that we would want to follow Zombieholics Anon. What the fuck? <laughs> Copying our shit, because I'm pretty sure we were out longer than these people. And I'll have to call out Paul Workman, because he follows him, and I hope he followed them on accident thinking it was us because that's not us um and they are at zombieholics on um twitter when we are www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics that i came up with t over two years ago <laughs> just saying so i was a little bit pissed when i saw that and i was like oh i am so saving that email so i can tell them Stop trying to bite on our success of our five listeners. <laughs> Anyways, but you may go with the next topic. Okay. Then the next topic was how you should treat prisoners or lawbreakers or any criminals, I guess. <clears throat> Sorry, let me rephrase this. How should we create... <laughs> Treat the criminals in the zombie apocalypse, not prisoners who just happen to be in jail when it <coughs> happened, but people who break the laws of your community. We'd be using food and other limited resources to keep them alive when, if we just had them locked up, and they wouldn't be contributing to the community. I think and in so, a way, it would be a good thing, because you're going to make an example out of that person. Yes, you're going to have to feed them and stuff like that, but people are going to know, look, you can't just do these things and get away with it. 
there is a punishment, just like nowadays there's a punishment when you commit a crime. So I think it would be a good thing. Unless they committed, like, murder or something like that, then put them, kill them. <laughs> you know? Well, Matt Pierce says in many cases it's debatable now. His opinion is to take them out. If you lock them up, you have to feed them. Or I imagine most people would feed them. If you expel them, they will team up and come back, causing you dangerous security problems in the future. Let's see here. And John Hexter says, in his opinion, crimes will be punished with hard labor or death. Yeah, I agree with that. I like the hard labor. I think, actually, I really like the solution that they put forth in uh, Max Brooks' World War Z. Um, combination of hard labor, and if it was something petty like you stole from a neighbor, public humiliation. It, it does a lot. When, you're at, when you have to stand out on the street corner in hard times and with a sign that says, I stole from my neighbor... Mm-hmm. You're not going to do it again because that's at a time when everyone else is coming together. You do that, pull that shit. It's going to be a strong motivator. So yeah, hard labor and humiliation. I don't know. I'd go with the death. <laughs> if you if if you ups- these are people you had to live with. In some cases, in tight in trust and in tight quarters at times. Mm-hmm. If you have upset them you're not going to be able to trust them. This is true. Yeah, but I don't think if you... I don't think Everybody reacts differently. It's like, I could make a joke and one person might just laugh it off, see it as a joke and no problem. Another person will think, he must really hate me and think I have a problem with him. And a third person might just turn around and punch me. And you never <laughs> know how people will react to things like that. Yeah. The only problem I have is that if it truly is the apocalypse, and there, I mean, things are getting serious. We're down to like eh, 1% of the population left. Killing that person, that's, that's one less pair of hands. Whether that pair of hands did something terrible or not, I mean, obviously there's cases where... Murder? Yeah, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna execute. Yes. But unless it's an extremely severe crime, I don't know that you'd want to lose those hands when you don't know if there's another set coming. Yeah, I think rape, murder, you know, abuse, you're done. But if you stole something or you know something small like that, then you know you get time. If they get caught, they'll just be. They'll just be sneakier about it next time. And how? And if you give them hard labor, how are you going to punish them if they don't do it? How do you not do hard labor? They just refuse to work. Then you exile them. But if you exile them... So, if somebody was exiled from Alexandria... They'd go and find the saviors and come back and help them get in. You don't can't exile somebody. They will come back and fuck you up. Or at least they'll try okay, to. That's fair. That's fair. Now, maybe say you're exiling them and have somebody follow and kill them so the rest of the community doesn't realize that's what's happening. 
No, I think the rest of the community needs to know what's happening. So they know what not to do or what's going to happen if they do the same. Well, well, see, that could cause problems as well because if you let them know that you kill people who disagree with you and you're their leader, then they're really going <laughs> to... That could cause problems as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So really, the it's a tough decision to make, but I think really, if you can put off the leadership role to somebody else, then that's probably the best choice to make. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I would, I would definitely want to show everybody else that you don't do this shit. Yeah, this is and, what happens. And depending on the group, they may all realize we are in this together. Uh-huh. And this person jeopardizes everybody's survival, so they may have no problem with it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's how it, it works in, in today's society, too. I mean, you're just like, oh, well, that guy went and robbed that convenience store down the street and could have shot this person, you know, so it's the same thing for today. So I think that's a good idea. Anyways, um, no other, sorry, I was texting, um, no other responses? Nope. All right. You want to get into The Walking Dead? Well, hold on, let's see if there's anything else to talk about. Um, oh, Paul Workman had a prediction for, um, Sunday's episode. He predicted that Carol, Daryl, and Glenn would all die. And then he said titty sprinkles. I know, that was awesome. That was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I got an email from... Oh, let me open this real quick. I think it was Tim Elgren, if I remember correctly. Oh, he's He gave us his address so I can send him some um, of the stickers. And he's going to add one to his zombie motorcycle, and he's doing a zombie walk in May. Oh, wow. And he'll be willing to put those on his booths. I hope that he will send us or put pictures of his zombie motorcycle on our page. I would love to see it. Yeah, that would be awesome. And I saw that Big Rig wrote something up there. I don't have it pulled up, though. Oh, let's see here. I, if I remember correctly, he was just asking about the Walking Dead thread. Oh, okay. Yeah, we need to um, bring that back when we come back. I've been slacking, but then again, so have our listeners, because that's why I haven't been on it, because nobody <laughs> was talking to us, so that's what happens. But we will bring it back with the with the season premiere. I promise. <laughs> Well, if nobody has anything else, we should mention how we can get, be contacted. Yes, we should. Yeah. Well, I said earlier, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics, all capitals, all one word. Um, you can find me on Untapped at Jesse Pittsburgh, and I believe my Snapchat is 
like my name is Jesse Pittsburgh on there, but you should look for me at Extified. So Extified on Snapchat and on Instagram and on Twitter. So let's do it. I haven't gotten any new friend requests from Snapchat, and I've been having fun, so I only send them to my daughter now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't sent anything to me. It says you did, but it doesn't let me see anything. It won't. Try to add me. Like, I'll delete you, and you try to add me. Okay. But anyways, you... tell everybody where you can find us. I'll do it in a second. <laughs> well, you can also find us on Twitter at ZMB Anonymous. You can... Uh, email us at zombie underscore anonymous on at outlook.com you can find me as freak five chaos on twitter snapchat untapped and this week i will plug the masters of the retroverse it's one of the newer shows for the zombie radio network yes That's with adam uh, adam bradbury and bradbury he talks about just different media, video games, movies, TV shows, the toys that came out mostly in the 80s. And sometimes he has guests on and he's had a couple episodes with his son. And I'm enjoying it. There's about six or seven, no, maybe eight episodes now. All I think right. his most recent one, he was talking about uh, Nerf toys. Sweet. My kids have a million of those. And they hurt. They hurt. I'm just going to tell you that. Especially the big one. The big bullet that's like three or four inches long. And like an inch in circumference when you get hit in the back of the head with it. It fucking hurts. <laughs> just saying. Kids suck sometimes. <laughs> that's what happens when you let them play with a three to four inch bullet. Yeah, I make sure that I told them I will take that out and run it over the whole gun. Back and forth, run over. But, alright, so Walking Dead, or do we need to find out where Eric is? Where we can find Eric, uh, Micro, whatever your name is. It's the Raging <laughs> Bitch's Fault! Raging Bitch's Fault! Around here, we call it Jesse's. Around here. <laughs> so, uh, yes, you can find me on. Twitter at EDA14. You can find me on Snapchat, Eric with a K1990, R I K with a K1990, uh, on Untapped, EDA14, and on Instagram, Eric with a K1990. Alrighty. <laughs> Sorry, just read a freak's message. <laughs> I agree. Cease and desist. <laughs> I agree. So anyways, The Walking Dead. Finale. Wow. Oh, man. I know a lot of people were pissed off about it, but I actually really liked it, and it made me want to see the season premiere even more. So we start off, and you hear, you hear the whistling. Well, well, I was pissed off by it, but that's because I love the show so much. Yeah, yeah. You you wanted more. Yes. So As I like, totally agree. I have the opinion that you can't really hate something unless you love it as well. It's like the I, two strongest yeah. emotions are just kind of intertwined. Hunger is a like, pretty big emotion, too. 
<laughs> but it's like the people that you end up hating the most are quite often the ones you loved who have betrayed you in some way or hurt you somehow. Yeah, I agree. I don't feel betrayed by The Walking Dead. Yeah, but it's like if I didn't like the show so much, I wouldn't be that upset by the way it ended. Yeah. So we start off with the whistling and then you see you see Morgan walking in a field and he's walking by a sign that says you are alive. So I thought that was kind of weird. And then he finds the horse that the other guy was looking for. Oh, oh, I had a couple notes even before the episode started. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. It's like first, it's like does Rick seem more ruthless? At this time, at the beginning of the episode, than he was in the comics at about the same time. Because Mm. it feels to me like he wasn't as cautious, and it might have been because he didn't lose a hand. No, that makes sense. And I just read all of that, so... (laughs) Yeah, I think he was more cautious in the comics. I agree. It's like, even... it's like even with dealing with the saviors, I guess I guess we wouldn't know because their first encounter with them in the comics was their encounter at the end of this episode. And so it wasn't a matter in the comics of him hearing about them and going out and killing them. Right. The, the yeah, way that's they've true. been doing the I mean... last few episodes. And so he may have done that in the comics if it had been the same. Or maybe he was just more cautious because of the loss of arm and he knew how much could be lost. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be the differences between the comic book and and the show. I mean, we're always going to have that because that's what they're going for. So we are going to always have that. And then... My second note in here, as I was watching last week's episode again, before it start, this one started, I realized that Maggie needed help cutting her hair. And it seems like she thought, I need help cutting something, so I should call the emo to help me. <laughs> Alright, so then we get, we get through. Laugh. Yeah, that is pretty funny. The cutting, <laughs> I got it. I, I got it. But, um, so Morgan finds the horse, and what I'm thinking, for those of you who haven't read the comics yet, should I say, um, oh, by the way, spoiler alert <laughs> for this whole area. Um, I think we're a little late on that. Yeah, I just thought of it. I just thought of it. Um, <laughs> fuck, what was I saying? Oh. The, the horse belongs to one of the guys that come from another group of people, which in the comics, they are from the kingdom. So we have that to look forward to, another group of people. So anyway, so then we see the guy with the rosary. He's still walking. He's looking for Carol because he's pissed. And then we scream back to Carl and Enid and... Um, Enid's not happy that Carl's leaving, and he told her that he's protecting her, and that she needs to just survive somehow. So he locks her in the closet. 
You know, when he, yeah. he tells her to go get yeah. something and he locks her in the closet. So I thought that yeah, was I, kind of funny. Yeah. Yes, I put in, Carl is keeping Enid in his closet. She puts the lotion <laughs> on the skin or else she gets the hose again. And then today I realized, you know, he's kind of a hypocrite. He's forcing her to stay in the house when he never did. That's true. That is true. It turns out, if you put wheels on that house, Carl will stay in the damn thing all goddamn episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll stay in the RV, but he won't stay in a real house. So then we go to, um, Rick is loading the RV, and then um, Abraham, Sasha, and Eugene said they're going with. And then Eugene tells Rick, I'll be your anchor man. Yes, I damn will. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I was like, woo. So then they're driving. And uh, the saviors, they, they come to a roadblock. And the saviors are there. And they've got a guy out there. And they're just going to beat the shit out of him for whatever reason. To make him an example. I'm sorry, you cut out there for a second. Oh, I was saying that they were going to beat up the guy to make him a, an example Oh yeah, for them in the RV because they don't know pretty much who they're messing with right now. So, mm, oh, and you, go ahead. Oh, I'm not sure exactly where that it came up there, but I see I have Morgan finds Carol and then he's she's like, I told you not to come. And he says, and I'm going to start listening to you soon. Yeah, I think I wrote that down, too. And I realized this was a long opening. It was. For the it episode. Was. I don't even know where I wrote that. But I did write that down, too. But then I have Gabriel telling Rick, you know, before he leaves, that he's ready to roll. And he's ready to protect Judith. And he's finally, like, in, a, like, a kind of turning into a badass a little bit. I mean, we haven't seen him in too much, just a little bit, but I'm kind of proud of Father Gabriel. He, it felt like he was a, a cultist talking to his cult, cult leader at the beginning of this. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He was like doing whatever he could to please his leader. And then we've got Spencer saying, you know, what if they come back? You know, the savers come here. Should we make a deal? And Rick says, tell them. Tell them to wait for wait me. Wait for me. I have a deal for them. So I thought that was just like, yeah, Rick. So then Morgan <laughs> finds Carol. And then, you know, exactly what you just said. You know, I told you not to come. And he said he's going to start listening to her real soon. And then we got um, Rick and everybody's taking Maggie to the hilltop. So she can get her pregnancy checked on. I had the thought here that people with medical skills are the new black people for The Walking Dead. Where it used to be that a new black person showed up and the old black people would die. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like they found this new doctor and Denise dies. Yeah, yeah. Doctors are the new black people. That's true. Um, so then we are, Morgan's going to patch up Carol because she was cut or something and she refuses to go back to Alexandria. And then we got everybody in the RV 
turning around what to get the... away from the saver, and we got what the bitch. <laughs> yep, that's my next line. What the bitch? Yes, and it, and then he says, uh, I forget who said this, but it says, "Are we doing this?" And I, I Rick meets the saviors, um, and he says, "We can make a deal right here, right now." And then the other guys like. You want to make today your last day on Earth, which was also the name of the episode, Last Day on Earth. And he's saying to be kind to each other. But they weren't being very kind to that, you know, the other people. <laughs> so I don't know. Yes, I wondered if that's foreshadowing to someone who was in the RV who could hear him being the person to die. Maybe they're saying to make the they're telling that group to make their men's because it could be their last day. Right. Maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. And I do have to say that if you want to intimidate people, you should have left Eugene at home or at least told him to stay <laughs> in the RV. Mm hmm. Then we've got you know, them. I, they're trying to map a new route. Because they're trying to back up out of that one, too. Because they've got to get to the hilltop for Maggie. Well, there's also um, Rick's comment of, I don't have to kill any of you. And then he corrects himself, any more of you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then we've got, we go back to Carol and Morgan. And they're talking about her returning. And she's, like, not trying to do that. And she's saying that, you know... She can't pay the price anymore of trying to to help everyone, I guess. She's feeling really guilty. So then we go back to the RV, and we've got Abraham, bitch nuts, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. And you, and the reason is well, because... Well, hey, you missed it. He wants a... Abraham wants a baby. Yes. I, I, did not, I did miss that. Oh, yes. And I did think that they should have put Sasha on the roof of the RV as a sniper. Oh, or that would have been a good the, idea. Or at least brought the rocket launcher. It's like, even after the first roadblock, maybe even the second, they should have done this. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> and then we scroll no, back to Carol. Well, I, also, I can't oh, remember ahead. what was said. Oh, I can't remember what was said. But some Eugene said something, and someone is like, "You're serious, right? As serious as a coronary thrombosis." <laughs> I do remember him saying that. My wife thought that was hilarious. That is pretty funny. So Carol and Morgan are, you know, talking, and she, he's like, "What is that noise?" And she's like, "It's just that zombie out there, and he's apparently up in this like metal thing. I don't know what it was." And he's, he that was, was hung. was a well-hung zombie. <laughs> yes, he was. And so Morgan <laughs> goes to put the... <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I'm a little slow tonight, my friends. But um, just that's what she said. Anyways. Um, yes, that's nice. <laughs> Carol ends up leaving while Morgan is up there trying to kill the well-hung zombie and put him out of his misery. So, also, if you thought about it, I think in the beginning of the episode, they were talking about all the people. That guy that they were beaten up and eventually killed um, was part of all the, the people that were at the library, and they're all dead. 
Yeah, and Carol's holed up in the library. Right. <clears throat> I noticed that. I, well, I remember noticing when she was there that she was in the library, that it was obvious she was in the library. And then it was, wasn't was till the Talking Dead, the memoriam, when they said the, when they had him listed as the last memor- last librarian. It's like, oh, she's probably in his library. That's what, yeah, my, my daughter actually caught that before I did. And I was like, oh, shit, I better write that down. She's really good at picking up on stuff. But anyway, so we go back to Rick and the gang, and we've got another roadblock. But this time, it's a chain of walkers. And yes, I have the I have in there that Abraham said something about if we have to shove each and every one of them up their own asses. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and then I have in the notes zombie cosplayers. No, yeah, yeah, because they ended up being um, representatives of all the people they captured that belonged to Rick. You know, well, they pointed out Morgan, or they pointed out um, Michonne and Daryl. Yeah, Daryl's both. There's no Glenn. Yeah, I didn't see anything for him either, but I think they were just trying to make a statement because they cut some of Michonne's dreads and shoved them inside yeah. the skull of the zombie, so that was pretty gross. But uh, you know what? And I, incredibly fucked up, by the way. And I was thinking about well, it. It's like, what could they have shown of Glenn's? And the only thing I could think of was maybe Herschel's pocket watch. Yeah, but he probably has that at his house in Alexandria. <laughs> But my um, thing was, there's a part in the comic book that this represents as well. I'm not going to give it away for those of you who haven't read it. Because I know Freak also said he's not as far as I am in the book. So when you read the third compendium or up through issue 144, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm almost there. But yeah. So then they start shooting when they're trying to dismember the, uh, the chain of walkers. And, uh, you know, what did I write? I'm trying to read my shit. Um, four at once for Sasha. If you saw her blow four zombies over at one time, that shit was awesome with her gun. Oh, yes. That was very I was just like, damn. She was on um, my team. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) ZFL, people. ZFL. Um, I have good news on that, actually. Do you? Here on out, it's impossible for me to get any further behind. Well, that's yeah. You've got several months. You have several months. Yeah, it's not impossible. It's just improbable. No, I can't possibly get any further behind this season because they're all done. Oh, I guess you can't get further behind with this season. I suppose if the next season starts, you'll still be the same distance behind on this season if you haven't caught up yet. Yeah. You'll, you'll have it before then. I'm going to put some work in on it this weekend. I, uh, I we know. We know. <laughs> so then we do well, a little... Well, well after they, they broke through the uh, chain of zombie cosplayers, I have in that they fell for the trap. It's like, they just went through, and it's like, I, I was positive that when they got to the next roadblock that the people shooting at them was going to come in behind them. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't expect that. I really did. I mean, I like I knew they were like around, but but you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we knew they were there because they were shooting at them, and then they go drive up through the flat, the roadblock and get to another one. So it's like it just makes sense that you now have the people trapped. 
and I thought they were going to take him out then or try to catch him, capture him at least then. And also, we have to say goodbye to Micro. He's got stuff to do, so he's out of 5,000 for the evening. So Freak and I are going to finish up, and then we will end the show. So we can talk shit about him if we want. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he'll hear it when he edits, so he could always erase it, but whatever. But uh, so they did a little excerpt for Fear the Walking Dead. It shows a little more about them getting onto the boat and there are walkers in the ocean. So a little bit, it's going to be a little bit crazy. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. I had in my notes for that. I wondered if Carol was going to find the kingdom, which eventually we do find out that that's probably who she left her and Morgan left with to get her help. I think that is who they left with. Um, I had a little bit more notes before we got to that. Um, I wrote, Crazy Rick is coming, because you could see it in his face. Maggie's got a fever. And then they get to the, I think it was the fourth stop with Saviors blocking the road. So I have that. Well, I also have in here where probably shortly after I asked that, where Carol's running around and the Savior who has been following her with her rosary catches up with her. Yes. And he well, right before her, you, think, you think you suffered enough now? And she tells him, no, probably not. Yeah. Well, right before you got to that one, I just wanted to bring up one point. When they when Morgan's out looking for her and he's riding the horse, it was kind of a callback to the season whenever Rick was in Atlanta riding the horse. Yeah. And there's nothing well, but walkers season. around. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I thought that was a, a little bit of a callback and I thought that was cool. But, yeah, so we he's sitting there. I'm talking shit with Carol and shooting her. shooting her a couple times. And then it pans back to Rick. Rick's helping Maggie and he's telling me, he's telling me, he's telling Maggie. <laughs> See, I just love Rick so much. I'm like, he was just talking to me. But um, anyways, he's telling her that this isn't it. There has to be more. So he's trying to keep the hope alive for her and for her baby. And then we go back to Carol and she's like, I'm going to die. There's nothing wrong with me anymore. So I think she's feeling like hugely like big regrets for all of the things she's had to do to keep everyone alive. Yes, I think she doesn't want to kill anymore, but she also doesn't want to kill herself. Right, right. I do agree with that, which is funny because that's what she does in the comic book. Yeah. Back in the prison. Yeah. Yeah, but with this, with the rosary coming back to faith, it seems like. Right. And she realizes that the suicide would be a sin as well. I agree, yes. Being a Catholic woman that I am, I that is what we're taught. <laughs> um, so then we get Morgan to the rescue after she gets shot a second time, but this time in the leg. And Morgan's, <laughs> and Morgan's got a gun. And I, I put in here, I guess not every life is precious. Yeah, yeah, because he ended up unloading his his gun into that guy, which was great. And then you get these two guys on horses that roll up, and I believe they are from the kingdom. Yep. And that's the last we see of Morgan and Carol. Right. They take Carol to get help. But then we go back to the RV, and there's a guy that's thrown over the side of an overpass, hung, 
just like that hung zombie. Um, and then they have a barricade that they ended up setting on fire so that there was like nowhere for Rick and everybody to go. And so finally they back from that and Rick has got a better idea and he wants Eugene to kind of throw them off because they don't know who's in the RV and take the RV a different way. And they're going to take Maggie by foot to the hilltop. And during that moment, I was crying during this part of the show. I literally had tears pouring out of my face and, um, he gives, he gives Rick the paper that tells him how to build the bullets, like kind of a oh, recipe. Yes, he I, said it was his recipe. And it ain't gazpacho. Yeah. And it ain't gazpacho. But then we, and had, I, no. and for all the, any Dr. Who or not Dr. Who, any red dwarf fans out there, gazpacho soup is served cold. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, there's this episode where this guy gets gazpacho soup and he sends. He's trying to impress the captain of the ship he's on, and he sends it back to be warmed up. And later on, he finds out that it's supposed to be cold. <laughs> yeah, and he holds the, is cold. He holds that as the big mistake he's made that has kept held him back in his career. Then and we that was go. The only thing I thought. <laughs> And we have Eugene and, and Abraham talking. And this is the part, I guess, because of everything that's going on with my mom, um, that got me. He said, you are a survivor. You always were. He said that to Eugene. And um, we're lucky you're here. I won't argue with that. Yes. And that's what I have so, put down there. It's like, <sighs> that was like a really heartfelt moment where it really makes you think, is it going to be Eugene or is it going to be Abraham later on? I mean, it just, it really makes you think about that. Yes. And I then have we have lots of little spots in my notes. Maybe it's this person is going to die. <laughs> maybe it's this person. It's like I speculating maybe instead of Glenn, like in the <coughs> comic, it would be Maggie. Here I have, maybe it's Eugene. He's finishing off his, his redemption story before he dies. It could be. I mean, it can be any of them. I don't know what they're going to do with the show. Then we get another yeah. little excerpt of Flight 462. And you kind of see how Fear the Walking Dead and 462 start to tie together at that point. With um, where Nick what, sees what, the Nick plane sees the down. plane. Yes, and I was I'm glad you remembered his name because I couldn't remember his name. Johnny, I just Johnny, Johnny Depp. I just wrote. That's what I was gonna write, but I wrote just <laughs> sees the plane. That's all I wrote. <laughs> so then we've got this we go back to the walking dead and you've got this crazy walker that has like half a tree hanging out of him i thought he was really awesome that was awesome yeah the makeup job on that was badass i was impressed and then you hear the whistling the whistles and all i wrote i used i have lined paper in my notebook and it's probably pretty large it says fuck Really la large. I like, took up like three <laughs> lines with exclamation points. And they make them all get on the ground. So that means Rick, Maggie, and everyone else. And yeah, it's about here that I put Rick is starting to get the crazy eyes again. Yes, he really was. And Dwight ends up reuniting the team. Because not only do we have Rick and everybody that was in the RV, but we also have... Eugene. Yep. We have Eugene. I notice... None of the saviors were standing close enough for him to bite their <laughs> He was probably got a warning about him. Well, you, Dwight was there. 
I wonder if... Oh, I'm trying to remember if he was... They probably started that. calling him Bitch Nuts. Because I can kind of imagine that Dwight probably got some revenge on Eugene when they captured him again. Well, he had his ass beat a little bit. His face was yeah. fucked up. So then, my other boyfriend comes out. Negan with Lucille. And he says, pissing your pants yet? And he starts talking. He's going to be PP Pants City here real soon. That's right. That's right. And oh, he starts talking well, about... that... Go ahead. Oh, before, before that, I have in here where... When Glenn comes out and he sees Maggie, and I put in my notes, Maggie, I hate your haircut. <laughs> yeah, he hadn't seen it yet, so that's probably true. But Negan starts enforcing about the New World Order and how yes. you are not safe. And then Glenn tries to... killed my people, a whole damn lot of them. Yeah, he said, I don't appreciate you killing my men. And uh, so... I don't appreciate you killing my men that I sent to kill you for killing my men. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. <laughs> so then Glenn tries to jump out and that was not going to be allowed to happen. Um, he calls Carl future serial killer. I thought that was pretty funny. Yes. Oh, I have here. He's like, this is Lucille and she is awesome. Yes. Yes. I have in here also, Rick looks like he shit his pants and he's afraid someone's going to smell it any second now. <laughs> Rick looked more scared than I've ever seen him in any other episode. I mean, he was crying tears. He was sweating his ass off and his fucking eyes were nutso. I mean, like for real. I mean, that is some A1 acting right there. I was just like, wow. Oh, and after, um, Negan calls Carl the future serial killer. I have down here. Carl already has a girl locked in his closet. <laughs> he does. And to think about it, she's kind of going to be there for the next six months. <laughs> yeah, in the show, it's just a couple days, I know. But but I think she ended up going with him. No, Enid didn't leave. I thought she did. She's not in the RV. She wasn't captured with them. I guess I'm wrong. I thought she ended up going. No, he left. He had a chair up against the door so she couldn't get out. Oh, well, I guess I like and totally. You... And if you think about it, everybody who lives in that house is gone. Nobody's going in there to think that she might be in there. I don't know. Well, at least she's safe, and she's not with him. I thought she was, because I could have sworn she was sitting there kneeling with everybody else, but I guess I was wrong. No, it's like, how safe can she be locked in a closet with no food? Okay, you have a point there. Okay, yeah, I got it, I got it. Safe. She's she's not safe. She might be up for an even worse death. She might Slowly be. Slowly starving to death and then becoming a zombie in the closet. Yeah, well, we... we... Won't find out until after we go back. <laughs> yeah. Until until October. We won't know anything. I can't believe we have to wait that long because holy <sighs> shit. How about some eeny, meeny, miny, mo to find <laughs> out who's going to get a little taste of Lucille? I know. Oh, man. That was great. It was. But, I mean, I, from what I saw and what my personal opinion is, having read this part in the comics, um... I really think it's going to be either Abraham or Eugene just because of the way their storylines have gone. I don't know if they're really going to go for Glenn. 
See, I could see that that's the problem. The only reason really to choose Glenn is because it was Glenn in the comics. If you look at the stories, it's like it could be Eugene just because he's redeemed himself after the lie he right. told. Right. And he's stepping up and being more useful. Right. It could be Abraham simply because he just hooked up with Sasha and another death. Her losing another guy could just send her over the deep end. Ooh, I didn't even think about the reasoning behind that. I was just thinking because Abraham himself, you know, has found like true happiness and everything. And now, fuck you from the world. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that too. But I know it's not going to be Rick. And I know it's not going to be Carl. Okay. Because well, what good does it do to cut out Carl's other eye if Carl's the one's getting it, his brain Exactly. In? So I know it's not and him. W- and he couldn't feed Carl's eye to Rick if it was Rick. True. Plus, um, it's not going to be Michonne or Sasha or Maggie just because of, I think, the way Negan is in the comic is he doesn't want to be portrayed as a woman, uh, someone who hurts a woman, or as a racist. So that also takes yeah. Glenn out of the picture no, for the show. If, if, well, no, maybe. it didn't help in the comic. I don't maybe know. If he mentioned, maybe if he mentioned it, that might. Yeah, but he matter. didn't really say anything. I was just going yeah. by what I know from what yeah. I've read. And it's like, I wondered about about Maggie dying soon. Just simply because that will take care of the problem of adding another t- baby to the show. Yeah. It's like, we don't see Judith much. She's Yeah, but Maggie has show, a bigger... Really. Ro- Maggie has a bigger role for what's to come in the comics. Well, I don't think that Maggie will be cl- killed by Negan. She's not the one who died. I don't think that. But... Just have her and Glenn switching roles and Glenn taking her place if she does die. Mm. I mean, it's very so possible. Of, I mean, they... Instead of Maggie mourning for Glenn, we have Glenn mourning for Maggie trying to carry on. Right. Well, they have surprised us many times before in this uh, series, so there's no telling. I mean, I really just what I think, I'm, I'm still going to stick with the Eugene or the Abraham because he also says you're taking it like a champ, which is what he says to Glenn in in yeah. the comic. But he could say that to anyone, and I'm I I really don't think it's Daryl either. I thought it could be just because he's on The Walking Dead. It could have been or on Talking Dead. It could have been mm-hmm. his last appearance, and we just don't know. At least as the cast member, they could bring him back later if he if he is the one who's killed. Right. I mean, it could but, be, Daryl. Um, it could be. I think the only one I'd really be upset about is if it's Aaron. It's like, we don't see him much, and then they just bring him back. Is yeah. That who it's going it to be? Just said it was going to be a main we, character. It's like, it's somebody we really don't care about, don't know, just from the show, that much about. Right. Yeah, we don't have a big background story on him or Spencer, but I think Spencer's still back at Alexandria. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah so I it's like that would upset me if it was him. But thinking about it, if it was a foreshadowing telling 
the earlier guy saying, you need to tell the people you know you love them because this could be your last day on Earth. Right. Then I think it was one of the people in the RV. And I so and that even rules out Maggie since she didn't come out. Right. So that would narrow it down to Eugene, Abraham, and Sasha. Or Michonne. She Which... wasn't in the RV. Mm, oh, that's right. She wasn't. Because I'm like, that would that would kill Rick. Because, you know, they've been together for a while, but they just actually are together now as a couple. So I couldn't imagine him losing someone else because he already lost Lori and Jesse. But Michonne also has more of a storyline to go. So there's no telling. I don't know. I, I'm going to be just as surprised if I'm wrong about the two people I think it could be. Yeah, but it's like if you just base it off of that little comment, then it's down to Abraham and Eugene would be my guess. I don't think it would be Sasha. I don't yeah, I don't think it's gonna be Sasha. But it could very well be Abraham. Which I'm still leaning towards. But I'm looking forward to it when it comes back. I don't know what I'm going to do besides yes. catch up on iZombie and podcasts in the meantime. But we have Fear the Walking well, Dead starting April 10th. Yeah. So that's in, in a couple there was a days. Show, there was a, oh, what was it? Uh, containment. Oh, what is this I had my I had my, it in my notes to set the DVR because there was a commercial for containment during The Walking Dead. And so I set my DVR for that. Okay. When does that start? I don't remember. I didn't write that down in my notes. Because I think I missed that commercial. And then there was also a commercial, I think, on the CW, the um, the Preacher. I think it was the CW. Oh, that looked really good. That. I that do remember that too, preview. So like, yeah. Yes. Oh, and I have in here, I'd love the extra thwacks at the end. After it goes dark and you hear Negan continue, thwack, thwack. Just beating the hell out of whoever it was. I just need to. I just need to continue to talk about Negan is a sexy guy. I mean, for real. I'm like, whoa. I was ex I was excited, but he. I heard from a lot of people. I haven't. I've seen him on a couple things, but I know he's been on some other shows, and he's like a phenomenal actor. So I look forward to seeing if he lives up to who he is in the comics. I mean, I really hope he does, because that's like a... I actually, when I was reading the comics, I actually really liked Negan's character in the comics. Even though I'm supposed to hate him, I liked him. Like, I, I thought he was, he was cool. I kind of wonder... Well, it sounds like the cast doesn't know who died. That's what I heard. And that I they, kind of wonder... They don't I know. I kind of wonder if the writers even know yet. It's possible that they don't. They could have written up to that point without knowing either who was supposed to die or just have it written further so they don't know and haven't decided. If I had to think about it, I would. If it was me, you I think they wait, don't watch all? I would wait, watch all the fan theories, and then choose somebody completely different that nobody theorizes on. Mm, that's true. It's like they got plenty of time. 
to write it all and continue with and write the story before they start filming. Mm, I think that certain people know who it is. Oh, yes. But um, I think that I do believe that they don't, they haven't let the actors know totally who it is. Yeah. And whoever it is, I don't think we'll be able to look at IMDb or something like that. They'll probably have right. flashbacks spread throughout the next season just so that they, if you looked, then you'd be like, well, this Glenn's going to be in this episode. So, so we just won't know what. what oh what. yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure they'll be monitoring that stuff. So it doesn't get out yet. Yeah. And I, and I just thought about it. It's like, that's probably why Lori or why Rick was hallucinating about Lori after she died. It's so they could keep filming with her. And so we couldn't look at that and see. Which oh yeah. Cause the actor technically, was appearing in before right. she died. That makes sense. I just opened this other beer. It's Abita Strawberry Lager. It's only 4.2%, but I didn't think I would like it. And it's actually, it's pretty good. I don't think I've had that one, like but for I've like, had some Abita before. Like Abita is pretty good. Yeah, I've had another um, beer from them before, but I'm not usually a big lager person. And this is actually pretty good. Like, this would be perfect, like, for a nice summer evening outside. I don't like the smell of it, but I like the taste of it. It smells good. I mean, it tastes good. It does not smell good. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens when we come back to The Walking Dead. I can't wait. And I hope uh, more people will chime in for The Walking Thread next season and the ZFL. We're hoping to have a better, bigger prize next next time. And as soon as we know who the winners are, we will send you out what you won. Well, I'm looking at our page and we have the picture of Abraham where it says bitch nuts. <laughs> and looking down, I see Big Rig says, sure going to miss him. So I'm guessing that Big Rig thinks that Abraham's the one who got kissed by Lucille. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yep. So, well, everybody should check us out at um, iTunes and Stitcher. Tell your friends. Go on all of our social media. Uh, we'll have more social media coming up in the future, hopefully before The Walking Dead starts back up. Um, check out all the other shows on the Zombie Radio Network. Yes. XD Experience. Um, Man Cave <laughs> Musings. <laughs> You're doing my thing. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, you haven't done it yet, so I figured I'm No, do well. it. Do it. I want to see how I'm good you to... are. Oh, damn it. I don't remember who else. Zombie oh. life. Oh, wait a minute. Zombie, um... <laughs> Zombie Incognito is back. ZDP. Yep, ZDP. How about... Zombie Dance Party, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Life Podcast. Yep. Um, you said uh, Adam's show. What was his um, yep. show well, called again? Masters of the Retroverse. There you go. Um, we've got some authors up there. We got uh, American oh. Revenant, uh, Frequency, yep. Davis the Fourth, Frequency by William Hauser, yep. also known as Eddie Rotten. I'm gonna go to our page. 
and um, XD experience you already said. We really just need to make a... Can you people on Zombie Radio Network send us some, like, bumpers, like, for real? And we will play them (laughs) for your show, because every week I screw it up, and I can't remember everything. the Zero Hour blog. What's that? The Zero Hour blog. The Zero Hour? Yes. That was, um, oh, who was that again? Jonathan. Was it Jonathan? Yeah. Yeah, Echavaria. Yes, yes. That's right. So we got him. (laughs) And I'm on. It's like we we can't complain. They can't complain, or we can't complain about them not giving bumpers because we keep saying we're going to record this, so we just have to play it, us saying who it is every time, so we don't have to remember, and we never do that. I know because we don't <clears throat> think about it in advance. <laughs> One day yeah, I will lazy. sit here and yeah, we're lazy. That's pretty much what it is. But um, yeah, go check everybody out on Zombie Radio Network. There's something for everyone. If you have a podcast or you're an author, an artist, or anything like that, and you want to join Zombie Radio Network, you can submit some of your work or an excerpt of your work so that we can see if you are someone that would fit with our family of podcasts and etc. So, we hope to see everybody next week at the meeting. Um, we will probably be reviewing a little bit of Fear the Walking Dead. Um, and once we all talk amongst ourselves, maybe we'll do a movie or something. We'll see. We'll see what's going on. It's getting to be nice outside. I know we're going to probably start having a little bit shorter shorter shows, but we'll see. You got anything to add, Freak? Um, I don't think so. All right. I guess we'll see you guys at the next meeting. Enjoy your nightmares. Bye. <laughs> John was quizzical, studied metaphysical science in the home. Late nights all alone with a test tube on. Well, na-na-na-na, had ring in medicine, call there on the phone. Can I take you out to the pictures, John? But as she's getting ready to go, a knock comes on the door. Bang, bang, Maxwell Silver, and I came down upon her head. Bang, bang, Maxwell Silver, and I made sure that she was dead. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.